you say that the the pandemic was one of the best things to happen to the TT? Yeah. Where would, if we'd have carried on on that trajectory, then where would we be if the, the TT hadn't stopped think, for it? I think the risk is we would, we would. I mean, the pandemic was awful for a lot of people. Yeah. But it was great for the TT. I, I believe, and, and without it, in space, without it, it was a complete gift. You know, professionally, it's a it's a once in a career gift, probably. You know, to get out of the cycle and just to have a proper forensic look and say, right, <clears throat> we might not have this all right, guys. You know, yeah. and speak to people and do a lot of research and customer research, and also at a point in time where probably the world is changing faster than ever. You know, like perceptions, like views around risk, and just. You know, it is a, it's a crazy time, and I don't necessarily like the way the world's changing, but ignore it at your yeah. peril. You know, mm-hmm. if you want to survive and be successful, you've got to adapt. And I think without it, I guess we might have ended up on a journey to that wasn't sustainable. You Back know. towards 2005. Who knows? But the reality could be that we'd end up in a situation in, in a few years where the costs of it versus the income made it unviable. Mm-hmm. And we can see this. Not you know, quite close to home in, in motorcycle racing at the moment. Yeah. You know? So it has been a, it has been a pay- period since of crazy change. Appreciate that, and I, we also very much appreciate that not everybody likes that. You know, and, and humans we don't like change. We're hardwired to not like change, and we have a very traditional sport. We live in a very traditional little yeah. jurisdiction, so it's a bit of a uh, a perfect storm really on that point. But I think you know the numbers. You've got to be able to measure what you're doing, and if you're getting the outcomes that you need to get. And the numbers, whether that's for us visitors, whether that's audience, whether that's income, if those things are are delivering, then the plan is right. Yeah. Just just touching on what you said about your people being upset about change, and I think the the rare thing that here is that no matter how big the pits gets, how flash the start line gets, and everything, if you still want to get your lunchbox and your sandwiches and sit at the side of the road. That is the same as it was a hundred years. You know, the bikes are different. The tarmac might be slightly smoother, but you've still got that. Yeah. And that will never change. You I mean, know, that's, that's, a, the, that, that's the, a thing that's in our TT strategy when you talk about um, wanting the TT to be the most accessible motorsport property in the world. That's something that comes from our history, but also something that makes us unique and something that is, is achievable. So we can't be the most technically advanced motorsport in the world yeah. we can't be the richest or have the biggest audience or any of those things you know your formula one MotoGP, you know that's that's unrealistic but our usp really can be accessibility so if you want to come you can kind of watch wherever you want to watch mm-hmm. you can go in the paddock and meet the riders like and, and see the, the bikes nothing's off limits really yeah. but then there's other parts to that so you know pre-pandemic if you wanted to watch it you had to be in a country that had it in the first place and then you got only a little bit of it yeah, you know, in, in highlight shows and whatnot. Whereas now, for almost a, a very, very small price point compared to the market, you can watch every second yeah. of it. And then, if you like that, or if you if you've been brought in to our bubble and you like it, not only can you do that, there's a huge amount of other content now that exists that's really under the the behind the curtains of it all. And it's, mm-hmm. you know, you can dive deeper and deeper and deeper the more that you get into it. So yeah, being the most accessible motorsport is what the TT always has been and what we yeah. always want to be in the future. So when people say, oh, I bet they want to make the paddock restricted, that's like that's against everything that we want. Yeah. So for me, that someone that like, was traveling, racing, if it was in Australia, or because like, there's quite a lot of Australian fans and stuff, and uh, the first thing I would always get is, oh, I'd love to come. If I come, will you get me tickets? Yeah. Like, 
If you get on that island, you can go everywhere I can go. I says, you do not need, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And the, the look on their face is like, what? Because they've been to MotoGP or they've been to Formula One. You might get one pass to get in. You get another pass to get in a little bit further. You get another pass yeah. then to get in. And then maybe if you're five grand in, you can get in the, the team box yeah, or on pit lane. Yeah. And, I mean, and that's not speaking to anyone, signing anything. No. It's like I mean, if you... Um, you know, major events are, are can be expensive for anyone to go and attend, and it's you know, um, and sometimes you don't have any choice. You know, like if you wanted to go to say the British Grand Prix or something, you know, there, there isn't there's no way of doing it kind of cheaply. Mm-hmm. But you could, and people do, come to the TT as a foot passenger on the ferry for less than a hundred pounds. Mm-hmm. They could camp, and they could, you know, make sandwiches and, and sit on the hedge for free. And it have this amazing sporting experience for a really, and, and that won't. Why will that ever change? Especially now, the fact that the the amount of races. So you could literally now come for two days and see four races. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Whereas before, the chance was a little bit less. So everything they're doing is, you can come for a day, two days, and see a, a yeah. genuine volume of yeah action. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, that's the amazing thing. I think you know being stood in a in an ice cream queue. And potentially there's Michael Dunlop just stood behind you, just kind of waiting. Yeah. You won't get that anywhere else in the world. No. At any sporting event, no. No, no sporting event would you get that. No. It's, 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 yeah, it's bizarre. So I guess you just touched on it then. The, the, in my eyes, and I don't know if this is right or not, but the biggest step forward has been the live coverage. Would you, would you agree? I would say... Um, no, I would. I would disagree. Oh, thanks. What do I know about <laughs> the TT? This is good. This is good. <laughs> I think um, when we came forward with our, so we came forward with digital strategy, which covers everything. It covers risk. It covers um, you know the engagement of people. It covers sustainability. It covers brand. It covers commerciality. Um, and and it covers audience. And audiences, obviously, for any product, business, sporting event, anything. You know, obviously, the more, the more bigger your audience the more customers and fans or whatever is the is the more sustainable and successful you yeah. can be and uh, i said earlier about you know the middle-aged men from the northwest of england thing that's not sustainable you know whilst it's a flippant comment and not ac- not entirely accurate it's it's kind of indicative of of the problem um and part of the the one of the su- subsections of the strategy was our, our approach to a digital first approach which required the investment I mentioned before from Treasury, and that was that was secured on the basis that if you invest some money now for us to do all these things, we will return that and more in income going forward. Yeah. Um, and we have exceeded for the first few years. We've exceeded all of the targets that we set there, and there was a lot of risk attached to that because you know, don't have a crystal ball. When when you when that got us signed off, did you sort of think we've got to? Got, like, it's a lot of money. And we, you know, it's like it's not your dad giving you five. No, like, no, you know no. I mean? It's quite a high. Point, it's you... a, it was a high-profile risk of failure. You know, like, yeah. um, and it was, yeah, the huge amount riding on that. The whole, yeah, the whole. It was, you know, a lot was ride, been riding on that. And when you mentioned about the live coverage, I felt that, I felt that we would get, maybe we would get. Live would be mentioned for ages, and I was always strongly against that because I thought if you're going to do it, it's got to be done well, and that costs mm-hmm. money, and there's got to be a plan to do that. If you do it badly, you could take something Farm. brilliantly yeah. and visceral as the, as the TT and make it look rubbish, and yeah. that would be that would be like suicide. 
Um, and then we arrived at a time where tech and cost is like a manageable way, but it was always like, if we're going to do it, it's got to be good. It's got to have a lot of cameras. It's got to have on-screen graphics. It's got to have proper production, studio, talent. You know, it's got to be, if you were a, a new if you viewer. Were, yeah, if yeah. you're a new viewer, it's got to be at the minimum standard you're used yeah. to consuming sport. Yeah. And I thought that we, our, our, our overall plan makes a lot of sense and is working. So it's like this kind of, it's built around this chain of content. It's like finding potential fans around the world who are into motorsport or, or, or want to be entertained some way and bringing them f- through this chain to eventually they become like warm prospects. To we have of, to go there. We yeah, have and to then they yeah, become yeah. either boots on the ground or they have purchase intent, whether that's buying merchandise or, or, or whatever. They're contributing to the, to the success. Um, and I thought that that would be misunderstood um, and we would maybe get supported for the live because that's like, oh, we'll just do live. But yeah. live would be like, having a head and no body, you know, there's no blood pumping around to get to the head. Yeah, you know, yeah. You've got to take these people on. Why would you, why would anyone say in, you know, some far flung part of the world go, I tell you what, I'm going to watch the TT live today. Why, you know, how did they get there? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, you know, I mean, you, you two are obviously very close to this, but you know that. So we are creating content every day of the year. You know, we, that's the whole, Shift which, which from that never happened. No, so the whole shift was from being finished. a sporting event for two weeks to a 12 month of the year entertainment brand. Yeah. If we're not talking to our fans, our potential fans, our new fans, then somebody else is. Yeah. You know, so that's the reason we're sat here doing this. You know, there's a podcast every week, there's content every day, there's short films every week, there's docu-series, all this stuff. Um, and that's where the audience growth is coming from. They're all being sucked into this machine. Uh, and, um, you know, in the, in the long term, then, then and, that's, and, and now in the digital world, that's the only way of doing it as well. You know, there is, you know, yeah. so there is not a single penny of our budget spent on traditional marketing. You'll never see an advert. Yeah. You'll never see us at a trade show, probably. You'll never see us do any of those kind of things. It, it, will, it will always be invested in digital for the foreseeable future. Um, and, um, the 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 that 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 like I said just so that the answer to your question just doing live was it is a big deal and it shouldn't be underestimated how complex it is mm-hmm. you know um, but it's kind of it's that that is the cherry on the top of the kind of content cake yeah. really um, and also in terms of the business model of it all it's usually important you know content going forward whether that be um, TT Live Pass broadcast sales, license footage, um, YouTube, all those things together will be, it was undoubtedly our, our biggest income mm. stream now. Yeah, well, yeah I guess, fundamental. I, I guess I said it was, or at least I, I thought it would have been the biggest because we've gone from listening to it on a on Manx Radio. That was the only way you could consume it Life. in the moment. Yeah. And now we can pay for a pass and we can watch it yeah. happen in real time. Yeah. Which was... Yeah, and it's just it's funny. Like obviously, I didn't want to be sat at home this year, <laughs> by no means. But I was, I was like, as someone that is normally always there, I was, I thought it was amazing. Do you know what I mean? So I'm not saying that makes me any different to someone that has never been there. But I think like I knew what should be happening, everything, and I could see everything. You know, I could, you can feel the tent. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? All yeah. the, yeah, all the things. So 
yeah, it, it is amazing to be fit to do that and mm-hmm. sit while well, I'm sitting on my phone. Do you know what I mean? And, yes. that's... and, and, and the, the TT's got this great opportunity. So we've arrived at this point in life, in all of our lives, where everyone's got high-speed internet and everybody's normalised watching video on their devices. Yeah. And not much looks better than TT on video, you know, in terms of spectacle, scenery, the people, all those things. So we've looked out, you know, like there are far more sophisticated sports than ours with bigger, bigger budgets, but they might not get as much traction as was in this world because they're just not as cool or as exciting as, yeah. as ours. You know, like, vid, like look at, look at, like, I don't use TikTok, right? Yeah, you do. Um, no, I don't. I'm, <laughs> it but I get it. And, you know, our, we're flying there because yeah. TikTok loves TT. It's, it's you know, but this is, I've said to you, like, I, I don't understand how... There's sports that are boring, do you know what I mean? And they're very successful. I yeah. was like, mm-hmm. this is cool as it. Like it is yeah. no matter whether you're into bikes or anything, if you see a video or something, you think you go, Holy shit. Yeah. Do you yeah. know what I mean? So if, if you can't make holy shit be a big thing, yeah. yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's like yeah. you, you've got it on a plate. Yeah. And well, it's it's great that, you know, this work and this success is being generated by these guys in our team, most uh, nearly two thirds of which is female who don't know one end of the motorbike for yeah. or didn't for sure yeah. they're, they're pretty expert now and they're so they're, they're brilliant you know they're absolutely brilliant and um, and then the whole team is just is just absolutely brilliant you know mm-hmm. that I'm very very lucky that all the people I work with are brilliant like brilliant at their jobs passionate good fun uh, collectively together um, but I, I, I kind of like we like, like the fact that they're not all died in the war. They're not like you know. They're not. They're not. They didn't grow up on Silver Street. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but they did, you know they're not. Yeah, but you you say you're lucky, but you're you're not. And the way I look at it from the outside is, for you to have that perspective of right. We need someone that's into. You don't care if they're very much, if they're good at their job. Yeah. That's their job, yeah. and that like yeah. that's a rare thing in it because like a lot of, other motorcycle events, you've got this one old diehard fan or whatever. Not saying that, but like, and then they suffer to either give it to someone and go, Oh, well, do you know who that bike racer is? That doesn't matter yeah, if, you yeah. can, if you can do that job. So it's not lucky, it's his it's, Paul's outlook on getting the right realizing that. You know yeah, I mean? I've got like, I do some other things in my life in terms of events and whatnot, and um, I always feel like you know, there's a it's quite risky having people who are really in, in sport yeah. or probably another entertainment if it's music, what like having people who are really into it. They've got um, they've got huge blind spot mm. or blind spots, yeah. Yeah. and also they can easily take their eye off the ball. Like a lot of people come to work on the TT or work around the TT, not in our team but in other places. And I always say, if you want to enjoy this event, don't work on it. Yeah. You know, you're not. It's, it's not <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, you know, if you want to enjoy it, go and sit on the on the hedge because yeah. you're gonna have to. You know, you're gonna miss it all now. You're like, I've not watched the TT since 2004. You know, and I love watching the TT, but I've not watched it sat watched on the hedge, it, yeah. and I miss all that, obviously, but. So having people who can fully commit is really is really important, and, and yeah, to have a load of bike fans would be plus it's having a, yeah because horrendous. then there's a emotion in the decision and not just exactly a decision. That, yeah. It's not literally that man and that man are going to do an interview. It's not like oh well, I, I exactly. like him because he's won. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean, that, yeah. I, mean I fell out. Takes... You know, fell out with everybody probably that I have to deal with in in my race in in, in the racing world, and and as a as starting as a fan and stuff, that's a big deal. But you know, you said before like. Um, like you said, cycling's your first love. It's not my first love. This is my first love, but I'm not paid yeah. to yeah, yeah, for me yeah. to do my enjoy, hobby. So I have to make cycling. my decisions yeah. that are lined up to the what we're trying to achieve, you know? Yeah. And what I think about them 
you know, my, my views as a fan have to be put to one side because, you know, it's, yeah. that's not what I'm going like to pay to do. If you becomely, suddenly become a, a drafter in cycling, you'd come back to watch the TT and you'd be a TT yeah. fan. Exactly. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, it, it, it is absolutely my first love. I'm very proud to be part of it uh, and, and nothing will ever change me loving it, I'm, I'm, I'm sure. But um, to be successful and to, to grow, it, it's, you know, it, it's got, it's got, things have to change all the time. Yeah. Made a lot of change. The only thing I'll guarantee is that we'll make more changes. I don't know what they are. Brilliant. We'll have to, won't we? Yeah. Well, yeah. So we'll go back to like talking about TikTok and how, how easy it is to make something like this beautiful. Mm. But the, the, one of the beauties of it is the danger of it. And you can't, you can't really sweep that under the carpet. When we come back from, 20, from the pandemic and we have a year like we had in 2022, what, when the TT's over at that point... And you look back on that TT, like how how do you feel personally and professionally about it? Terrible, yeah. I, I mean, um, so that's that. You know, that's that's the thing that I could never normalise or, mm. or 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 become. And I've grown up with this sport as well, you know. So I am very very used to all of that. Um, and when I started working at the start, it was really kind of like. The, the, the organization was really protective. They swept stuff under the carpet. You know, it was very kind of closed shop. And to the outside world looking in, it was kind of, um, it, was, it, it was just strange. And right from the outset, you know, I always wanted to talk about the dangers up front and to, to address them, to talk about what we do do to, to mitigate. You know, we're, we're deciding to do something that's very high risk, but we're going to do it in this way and we're going to not hide anything and, and, and never, never... T- never not talk with integrity around that mm-hmm. and authenticity and that changed for sure I, I know that change but still in our sport um you know there are a lot of very risky practices that i believe are normalized um uh, and we've done a lot we had done a lot of stuff you know we've done a huge amount of stuff probably the best thing we could have done at tt was incru- improve the quality of the entry so like the gap between first and last got much much smaller the overall quality got better and the statistics that demonstrate that the, the, the serious incident record improved enormously. Yeah. It's still nowhere near enough. I mean, we've got, we've got to strive, you know, and never stop to try and improve that. And, and that requires funding. Yeah. So again, it comes back to the other parts of what we do in terms of raising income. It's always going to require money. Um, it's always, it's also requires kind of like mindset and cultural change in some respects. And the pandemic was another good opportunity to do this. And, and we've arrived at this point where, you know, we, we accept there are all of these inherent risks associated in what we're doing. It's a high risk, high risk activity. Uh, but that's part of its DNA. It's part of what makes it happen. But there are a huge amount of risks that are avoidable that could be managed out of the event. Um, and that is where our focus is. And we made a huge amount of change in that area going into uh, 2022. So to have the outcome that, that, that we got there, it, it really... It really flattened me, if I'm honest. Um, also, after a period of time, gave me and all of my colleagues the motivation that we, you know, we just got to, got to go. There's a mandate here to go more, further and further and further. And I know some of the decisions might not be popular, and but you've got to, you've got to make them, guys. You know, if we want to be doing this into the future. Um, and I think, you know, um, the big shift there has been we've reformed the race organization of tt which nobody will know about it's under the surface you know but we've made the race organization better stronger we've invested in it there's more people working professionally and um, they've got access to more resource um 
there are systems in place and the whole the whole thing has arrived at a much more proactive place so in the past serious incident would happen at the tt and people go oh right we'll, we'll change that now because that's happened mm-hmm. whereas now our organization is looking for problems you know it's looking to how can we change systems and and, and can continue to raise levels to make this better and it's gonna it, it's already been challenging and it's going to be challenging moving forward because it's going to become you know it's going to be different you know it's going to get harder to be for people to take part in the you know the, the levels of fitness and and, and and professionalism are going to continue to, to rise and they have to um, and, and other things attached to the event are going to probably have to change to, to, to make it defensible you know going going forward but I'm completely un- unapologetic about about that. Um, it's absolutely necessary, uh, and we are all the people who work on it now are responsible at that moment in time for the time that we are working on it to to, to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, and whilst we need to be able to be defensible in the court of public opinion, we need to be defensible in a coroner's court. We need to be um, defensible, like in the industry, and that's why. And, and and the world now, you know, is 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 different. So we've we've got to never ever ever stop on that. But if if anybody thinks that it doesn't affect people or affect us that work on it and whatnot, you know, that it's 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 super it's super tough. You know, um, it's obviously the worst part of mm-hmm. of working. On it. And, and I, you know, nothing. I, there's nothing I want more than to be able to be able to say I can fix that permanently. But then then it's not going to be then. It's not going to be the TT. No, the only way of fixing it permanently is not to oh, do yeah. it. Yeah. Um, so, uh, and I balance it off personally, I think, over the years that, you know, if I if I say, look, I just, I can't marry myself, I can't marry my values up with this anymore. And, you know, I've been in that place a number of times, you know, yeah. I, this is, you know, I just, maybe I don't want to be part of this. But if I don't, it still happened. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So my personal kind of position on this is well i will work on it and do as much as i can and my role really is to do as much as i can to help raise the revenue yeah to make to the investment for the people who have responsible for the risk management to, to do the best job of that yeah. that's that's you know and does it does it frustrate you and i don't know how much of the stuff you read but you can go on at any point online and you'll find some story with some negativity around it yeah and then it, it always comes back to it should be banned like do you get frustrated with with them people and kind of want to scream and shout with the amount of work like you've just explained the amount of because I think people are only going to feel like you're making a difference if yeah. there's additional rec to sell if they saw this track with rec to sell all the way around they'd go they've done enough I don't I don't but there's so much no, going on behind I don't, the scenes I don't get like frustrated like, I get it you know I get like I get it you know I yeah. do understand that if you're from not inside this world that this is this is normalized insanity and uh, what i get frustrated about more is the people who are in our world who don't appreciate that we've got to be better yeah you know so like last year we as an organization we changed the rules around riders protective equipment leathers helmets body armor gloves and whatnot um so basically you have to wear the best there's no the minimum standard is the best equipment that money can buy yeah uh, and there's quite a lot of pushback around that and that's where i get frustrated like that's you know because that 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 is that's yeah that'd still be the first person complaining about a, not a rack to sell do you know what I mean or yeah that's just the thing you have to you know and, and our view our collective view is you know like the TT is the most dangerous thing you can do in a motorcycle so you need to have the best chance yeah. of 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 
surviving and managing against all of the risks. You know, if you were to go into the Coliseum and fight the lions, they'd like, you can have a little sword or a big sword. You'd get a big sword, <laughs> wouldn't you? <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, you know, right, yeah. for me, it's the same with the best helmet, yeah. the best leather, the best body armor. And they might improve the, the risk profile by a small percent, but Still, it's all difference. those small percents together. Yeah. You know, there's a big project going on behind the scenes at the moment around sports science um, and around the physiological and mental impact of race of TT racing and, and some really, really good people are, are working on that. Um, and, you know, ultimately most accidents at the TT are caused by a rider making an error and there's a lot of work being put into how can we, how, what, can, what can be done to Mitigate help that. riders yeah. make less errors, you know, so if that's the yeah. better hydrate, the better hydrated or the, the, better, the nutrition's better or yeah. all this sort of stuff. And that's, you know, um, the important thing is that the, the, the journey we're on on this is never ending and everyone has to accept that it's never ending and but like just keep at it all of the time you know? yeah so so i guess the final question while we wrap it up is what is what is the vision for the next five years where where do you want to see the tt where do you think the tt will be and will i be a part of it <laughs> uh, <laughs> yes yes and no <laughs> <laughs> um i think uh we've got a growth trajectory in terms of audience, mm-hmm. which we are ahead of schedule on. Um, we need to continue on that. That's critical to the survival of the event. We have got um, challenges, you know, financial challenges on the horizon, which will always probably come and go in different ways. That we've got to, to do a really good job to mitigate them. We've got to manage our costs. We've got to continue to raise our income. Um, we post pandemic as as tourism recovers we've got to see the economic benefit from the event go up that's ultimately what it exists for yeah so we need to get uh you know we've changed the schedule changed the schedule to hopefully allow more people to come at a a different part of the event so we need to see that start to take root small green shoots this year Mm -hmm. and we need to continue to improve and the work we've been doing on risk profile so the event it can be as defensible as possible in all those places I mentioned before, you know? Yeah. Because um, ultimately, when people say, what will stop the TT? For me, the court of public opinion is the one, like, you know, that, 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 will, that will be the immovable thing. If, 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 if the general consensus is that this is bad and shouldn't be happening, either here or, or, or further afield, then, then that would be the thing that would potentially stop it. So um, there, that's where our, 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 our focus is. But it's like... I am really, and I'm not just saying this because it's it's me sat here, but I'm genu- genuinely optimistic about where we are and it, I want to continue to try and explain to people how ambitious we are and hopefully what this will look like. You know, hopefully in five years' time, the TT will be bigger than any of us could have imagined, but still with all the you kind of more. roots and heart that it already started on, you know, the, 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 the DNA not changed, you know, yeah. still with the accessible panic and being able to watch and, but 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 also more and more benefits, you know, more entertainment, more great things to do, you know, and, and, and generally more popular. And you have this thing, don't you, like the real fans and the new fans and stuff, but I don't get, I want everyone to, to be love it like I love it. Yeah. You know, yeah. Why, why should it only be for this, this, this amount of people? I think, yeah, I think that's what I love about the, this job that I do. Because I, I come in for two weeks, I'll do some, some work up there and I'll get to see the effort that goes into it and what's been happening behind the scenes. And to see where you guys want to take it and what you want to do with it is, like, I just hope it all, all those stepping stones are reached and we get to where where you want it to be, because I think it deserves it. It certainly deserves yeah. it. 
Yeah, even even in the short period that I've been here, the change in my spell has been massive. You mm. know, from from that period of time. So, and even people probably that watched this probably thought, all oh, right, it's gone as live TV now. That's all they wanted to do. That's it. You know. So yeah. even for people to know now, no, that's not it. This is this is only like it's a, a step. stepping stone. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And live, you know, like live got to keep getting better. You know, it can't, it can't yeah. be it now. We've got to, it's got to get better. You know, we've got to get better on screen graphics, we've got to get more cameras, we've got to get to somehow get to live onboards and yeah. all of that kind of stuff. It's all You even yeah. see that with like the I didn't watch Formula One for a few months and then you go back and now you've got like a fan zone pick thing yeah. where you know like it's all about interaction or yeah. you can pick your driver of the day, you can pick all these things and yeah, that'll that'll obviously be where it where it wants see, to be. See we didn't go. even touch on the, the documentary or, or anything like that. There's there's still so much to like how much that documentary is has given people an insight into what these riders go through, what you what you guys yeah. go through. Yeah, well, I always felt that we should have a great documentary, and I think we probably did for a first effort. Mm -hmm. It wasn't it wasn't an easy process at all. <laughs> I'm optimistic that series two will be easier. I've already seen some bits of it; it looks fantastic. Um, but you know what, like what sport has as interesting a, a story as this you know like no, and then just, the riders as well the, the so i mean just like just are... brilliant you know and, and and the great thing about tt is it's not exploited to the level of some sports where you the access know, are given yeah. you know the, the, the what the guard isn't really up mm -hmm. you know and you don't need to you don't need to create these narratives nothing was with, manipulated with all, in that like, with all due respect to drive to survive it's a wonderful series but you can see where the manipulation Absolutely, is to try yeah. and cause that drama yeah. or cause something. And the more tension. you watch it, the more you get focused on the manipulation of the story. Yeah. Whereas um, uh, No Room for Error was... You just let the camera roll, don't this you? Is us. This is what we are. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, I'm sure you've got more pressing issues than sitting here and chatting to us. And we didn't even talk about cycling ones. No. Well done. Congrats, congrats boys. Paul, pleasure. Thank you very much. Thanks, mate. Thank you. Lee, do you think I still have a job now? Honestly. <laughs> yeah. It's touching Maybe he might forget all about the interview because he's got like he's got a lot on his plate. He has. Do you know what I mean? So if hopefully something really big, not something like bad, obviously, but hopefully something really big happens within just, the next hour. Yeah. Yeah. To sweep this under the carpet. Yeah, that's probably your only way out. Saving grace. But. Even if I do lose my job. Great chat. Yeah, at least you can watch it back in a few weeks' time and get to see yourself lose your job. <laughs> That's always a bonus. <laughs> Thanks, mate. But, like I said to him, what? Go on, go on. It could be me and Steve then. I won't let that happen. Listen, Paul Phillips. The producer nodded at me and Steve. As much as we joke, that was quite an insightful chat, wasn't it? Yeah, like... Quite a lot more than I was. Not that he's not an interesting person, but like we literally talk about cycling all the time, mm -hmm. and a lot of them things intrigue me. Both the business side, the strategy side, the fact that they've always got someone to answer to. I think people just think that they they go in in the winter time and go, "Excuse me, government, can you just cash us another check?" And yeah. we would like to do this. Like Nothing everything go. needs to be answered to the strategy, and and he presents all this. Do you know what I mean? To these people that he's pretty much he's trying to sell the best event in the world to its own government to try and yeah for this mental when you say it like that but and i suppose a lot of that depends on what they want to see happen and if they're into the tt and things like that so he's, he's got the worst job i think in 
because no one ever goes up to him and and praises him. They only ever ring him when something needs fixing, needs to happen, has gone all wrong already. Yeah. It's like there's no it, no one ever rings him up to go, "Hi, mate. Yeah, things are going really well. Thanks for doing a great job." Yeah. However, and I'm not just saying this just to try and make sure I keep my job. Or Brown knows the TT is in safe hands with him. Ah, oh, isn't it? Unbelievable. Like I said off air that he's he can be confident in the fact he's rocked up and no matter when he leaves or what happens, it's in a better position than when he found it or if it, it might not even be here. Yeah. Which that means you wouldn't have your job. You've been watching the Paul Phillips episode of the TT podcast coming up next week is an absolute banger. Not quite as good as Paul's obviously, but I lied. It says banger. It's Grace Webb. Tens of hundreds of eyes are on you in that moment because on a mass start, you've got eyes on a grid of riders, but in mm-hmm. that moment... It's just you. It's just she you. just made uh, yeah. me nervous and asked me a question <laughs> without even realising she's... Because, well, I mean, for me as a rider, I get nervous, don't stall it at a set of traffic lights, yeah. let alone yeah. on the TT start line. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, I don't that, know, do you never, feel all those eyes? That's never even like... actually entered my head that literally... Oh, sorry. Yeah, no, you've, <laughs> just, you've just ruined the TT for me. That episode of the TT podcast is out next week, but if you cannot wait any longer and you want to watch it, head over to TT Plus right now. Sign yourselves up. It is completely free, and you'll be able to get to watch the exclusive first interview with the legendary presenter that is Grace Webb. Thanks very much, Chris. It's been great. See you next week.